Wednesday, but the Wednesday before, I was, the Lord had led me to continue to talk about, anybody know, have have faith in God, Mark eleven twenty two, And he kicked it off in Genesis 1, 1. So let's go there. How we are to say the word. Even the choir sung about the word. We came in talking about the word. That's just what we're here for. Amen. To talk about the word of the Lord. God loves you so much. He loves you. The word love, when we say in John 16, for God so loved the world, what does that mean? He filled it with himself. The earth is full of God. And if you, I mean, no matter what you say, no matter how you think, he is with you. If you're alive right now, it is God that keeps you alive. Amen. If you're breathing right now, it's God that gives you air to breathe. If you can see right now, you're seeing because God is what caused your eyes to work. Amen. He's the creator. He's the deliverer. He's the strengthener. And everything you need is in him. It's in him. Hallelujah. Somebody say in him. It's in his goodness, in his might. So from the beginning, from the very beginning in Genesis 1-1, God created the heavens and the earth. I talked about it the Wednesday before. He created it as a demonstration for us. Everything he did from the moment he put his words out there, his words are containers of power, might, ability and strength. They're like containers of explosion. Wherever his word goes, things happen when there's a faith involved. Amen? Where there's faith is, and the word is, and there's a believer, somebody believes there's a great explosion of power. We're in the season of the fabulous outpourings from heaven, and God is saying, if we begin to say the word, say what he says, do as he do, there'll be great explosion. Somebody ought to give the Lord a shout of praise. If we begin to do as he told us from the beginning of time, he's not saying something that he hasn't done. He hasn't, he's not saying something that's not already provided. He's saying what he said in his word. I need you as the body of Christ to say what I say and you will see what you say. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. It said he created the heavens and the earth. Verse 2. And the earth was without form and void, and the darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the waters. The good thing about this, God is showing us right here, he was always there. He was there when it was dark, he was there. He was right there all the time. But when he moved upon it, because he moved on it to do something, that's demonstrating to us whether you know it or not, whether you feel him or not, he's right there. He's right in you. He's in your heart. He's in your mouth. He's in your life. Somebody ought to give the Lord a shout of praise. God is with us. His goodness is with us. Everything good is God. Somebody say glory to God. It's all good. Hey, somebody shout glory to God. And then he says in verse 2, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved on it. I believe the waters start going, boom, 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 boom. You know, that's just me. Anybody believe that? I believe when he moved on it, things start going, things start stirring up. Amen? And then he said, demonstration, God said you thinking about it God said 
I'm letting that get down in your bones, down in your marrow. He said, let there be what? And there was, and there still is, because he, come on, somebody shout, glory to God. But not only did he say it, he believed what? So you have people just saying, you know, by stripes I'm here, by I'm sorry, but they don't believe it. He believed what he said. So therefore he saw what he And the other translation said, he said, light be. Somebody say, light be. He said, light be. That's illumination. That's life. That's, that's your thinking. That's, that, that's like the flowers growing and the dogs barking and the roaches crawling and the ants moving. When he said, light be, there was a life. There was energy. There was atoms. There was sun. You know, stuff start happening. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. But nothing didn't happen until he said, light be. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. And let's move on down. I'm not going to go over the whole thing that I went on that Wednesday. But on the 26th verse, it's Adam and Eve, and he, he, had, you know, he told them that they had dominion. So verse 26, God said to Adam and Eve, let us make, no, he said, and let us make man in our image and our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowls of the air. He's demonstrating to us that we have dominion over all the animals. We don't have to worship an animal. We dominate, amen, and over every creeping thing that creeped the earth. So God created in his own image, the image of God, he, him, male, and what? Female. So God demonstrated to us that how he uses words to get things done. God's way of doing things, his method, is to proclaim things that will come to pass. And from that moment forward, we know that Adam and Eve committed high treason, they, 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 Eight of the fruit, they gave their dominion to the devil, their authority. So it looked as if God had a problem, but he already had it solved. He began to use his prophets. He began to use them they, from generation to generation. Each prophet began to prophesy, he's coming. There's a God that's coming. He's going to be with us. Amen. And then we know in Isaiah 53, let's quickly go there. You know, I love going to Isaiah 53, 5. How even Isaiah in Isaiah 53, 5, he, I mean, he just got it down to the T. To the t. He just, 53, 5, he said, now this is many years before Jesus came. Actually, 750 years before. It says, Isaiah 50, he, was, he is despised and rejected of men, of sorrows, acquainted with grief. And he was hid as our faces from, no. 53, 5, sorry. But he was wounded for, that was good though, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. He said that 50, uh, 750 years before Jesus came, that he was coming, and he's going to be wounded, and he's going to do this so we all can be one again. We can walk like Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve had every 
thing they needed. They wanted for nothing. They even was given the privilege to open their mouth and say whatever they wanted to say, and they, they would have it. Amen. So Jesus said, uh, Father, God said, I'm going to make a way for them to have that oneness again. I need, I'm going to have, they're going to have the relationship where they can have anything they believe and they say. So I got to make a way so we can walk together and talk together. So let's go to Matthews um, 124. This is a, just showing you how God just through the time, he was working it out. 750 Years later, Matthews 1, 24, we know Mary had a baby. Amen? And it says, and Joseph, let's go to 24. Then Joseph, being raised from his sleep, did as the angel of the Lord bid in him, and he took to him his wife and knew her not till she brought forth her firstborn son, and they called his name Jesus. So now we're seeing what the prophets were saying, doing as daddy did, as God did. Just saying it and saying it and saying it. 750 years later, boom, Matthew's 125, there was Jesus. Amen. There, Jesus is our savior. He's our deliverer. He's a way maker. He's the one to make everything, bringing everything back to the way it was when Adam and Eve walked the earth. He bringing back, he brought back, you can open your mouth and say what you need concerning everything the creator created. Amen. If you have problems with your ears, you can say, by stripes, my ears are healed. He demonstrated, you're going to have whatever you say. So now let's go to, I just want to go back to, let's go to Acts 1038. I'm kind of out of order, guys. Just flow with me. Acts 1038, as the Lord lead us today. That's what we ask, right? So the Holy Ghost is just going to lead us right into where he's trying to take us. Acts 10.38 here, it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. He covered him the same way he did in the beginning, right? He moved upon him and, uh, and with the Holy Ghost and with what? Power. What did he do? What did he do? And healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For who was with him? God was with him. And one thing we do know, which we say, Pastor probably say every Sunday, he said what his father said, and he did what his father told him to do. Amen? So where we're going today is a demonstration in Luke. Well, God demonstrated how Jesus was tempted of the devil. Let's go to Luke 4, the fourth chapter. And the devil was trying to get Jesus to go backwards like Adam and Eve. He tempted him with all this stuff. You know, come on. I am so glad Jesus stuck it out. He stuck it out for me. Somebody say he stuck it out for me. Yes, he did. Let's look at verse 4. He demonstrated to us how do we live. He said, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that, what, what? Everyone? How do man live? And then the devil kept trying to tell him to do stuff. And then verse 8, he said, well, get behind me, Satan. For it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. He gave us two things. We eat the word, and we serve him. We only worship him. And then they kept on tempting him. He took him to the highest mountain, and he uh, the, uh, set him on a pinnacle. And then verse 12, he said, it is said, you shall not tempt 
the Lord your God. Back up. I am in my father's house, and I'm going to do what my father say to do. Get away from me in the name of, oh, in my name. Amen. <laughs> and then let's go to verse 18. This is where, let's go, no, let's go back up, back up. Let's go to verse 14. After the devil was tempting him and trying to get him to be like Adam and Eve and give up, his, give up all his rights and follow him, it says in verse 14, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into where? Galilee. And there went out a fame of him throughout all the region about. So when the devil, when he left that whole situation with the devil, he went about preaching the gospel. And the gospel that he was preaching was verse 18. He was saying all over the region, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to preach this good news, the gospel, the gospel to the poor. The poor means anything you got missing in my God, in this power, in his might. Everything you need is provided in him. I don't care what it is. I don't care how big it is. God can bring his blessing upon you, and it could come to pass. I mean, you can't even, you can't even in your head, you can't even try to make it happen how he's going to do it. He got a plan for you. He got a purpose for you. Somebody ought to shout glory to God. Your steps are ordered of him. It's the, the very thing that you thought he couldn't do. God can make a way. He said in him nothing is impossible. He's a strong God. He's a mighty God. He'll take that little thing and fix that. He'll take that big thing and fix that. He'll turn things around in your household. He'll turn your children around. He'll turn things around just when you thought it was too late. He is always on time. He's a mighty God. He went about preaching the good news. You think my God can't turn that around? Watch this. Hey, he's a good God. My God is good. He's a master. He's my savior. What? He's a deliverer. What? Come on, somebody shout glory to God. Everything you need is in him. He's the creator of the heaven, the earth, the seas, and the fountains of water. He put the sun in the sky. He set the moon. He said, let there be light. And there still is light. And guess what? He moved upon the earth. And guess what? He's still moving. Come on, somebody say, he's moving in me. Hey, he's moving in me. He's moving. I said, if there's still light, then he's still moving. I said, if there's still light, he's still moving. His goodness is moving in me. His, his power is moving in me. His glory is moving in me. His ability, somebody ought to say, yes, it's moving in me. God is moving. So it's not these words. Oh, God is here. My God is here and he's moving in me. He's a mighty God and I love him and he loves me. Oh, how he loves me. Hey, he's moving. Somebody ought to shout glory. Woo! See, that's how it is. When you spend time in the goodness, in his word, and you said, this is what I can have? Oh, then I got it then. Um, you start looking for stuff. Because I want my stuff back. 
He came to give me my stuff. I want it. Glory to God. I got excited. I start acting like I do in my prayer closet. Oh, That's what happened. Whatever you do in the closet, you're going to bring to church. Ooh, did I say something? Because if you do nothing. Got some chicken in the oven. That's why we're here for change. Because your children needs you. Your husband needs you. Your wife needs you. To say this word till some change show up. This ain't no joke. You live. He said that you, man shall not live by bread alone. But you live by what? Somebody ought to shout, glory! You know what you just said? Manifested presence! Manifested might! Manifested goodness! Glory! You see how you took the word glory? Glory? No, why don't you know what it means? Manifested glory! Manifested goodness! Manifested might! Healer! My deliverer! Glory! Yeah! God! You see, people love to look like they know him. Hashabosheta. Oh. And then go to the party, be like, hey, mm, mm, mm. I mean, I don't know what dance they, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? Time's out for playing church, man. Your children needs you. Your husband needs you. Your, your, come on now. Your grandkids needs you. Somebody rise up and say the word. It's life to those that find it. And what is it to your flesh? Health to all my flesh. Come on, somebody. When you say the word, he said you'll see the word. Come on, somebody. Manifest in the flesh. Woo! Moving right along. Where are we, y'all? Oh, start acting like I was in my prayer closet. Okay, and then the fame went around because he was preaching like the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And they were like, what? This is like he's saying he's the Messiah. Oh, my goodness. So he started going around preaching this new word that everything I can have, I can have it now. Oh, wait a minute. This is, you mean Jubilee is up in here? Okay, okay. The people was like, glory to God. They start hearing the word. Why was he preaching it? So their faith could come, and then they can start saying what he says. So he was going around. I mean, the fame went out the region. This guy down here is preaching this new word that we can have everything God can provide in the heavens. We can have anything we desire that his word says. Oh, man, they was like, yes, praising God, you know, giving God glory for his son, Jesus, preaching the word. Then check this out, y'all. And he taught in the churches and being glorified all. Oh, that means they was like, yeah, saying what he says. Mm-hmm. Then we get down to verse 16. And it says, and he came to Nazareth, 40 miles. He walked. He said, I'm going to my house. 
my hometown, where my family is, to preach this good news. So he walked four. Can anybody walk 40 miles in here? <laughs> Would you? Oh, he said he can try. I love you. I'll bring water for you, a bed and everything. 40 miles is not that bad because some people do hundreds of miles at one time. So I can, do, I can do hundreds of miles in my sleep. Oh, go, girl, hit that hill. <sighs> but he went 40 miles to go tell his family so he can share all of this. I mean, this is some good news. This good, God, the good news of the gospel is partying news. When you hear this good news, it's no way you can sit there and go, God is with me. You have to be like, everything he, he said is, 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 is praise, is a praise. You know, the healing of the broken heart. Glory to God. You mean, you know, hey, I got a brand new heart. Look at my one hand, y'all. You know, that's a one hand shout. But, you know, that's, that's how it is. It's a praise. Everything he says is a praise and a worship because it's yours. But, see, but he went to the family. He said, I'm going to tell my family about this. He went to Nazareth, walked 40 miles. You know, I know his feet wasn't sore because he's Jesus. Then he brought, you know, he, where he was brought up. This is where he's brought up. As the custom was, he went into the church, synagogue, on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. So he was doing what he was doing everywhere. And he opened the book and found the place as it was written. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. And so that's the same thing as saying God is here. Okay? And because he's he smeared himself all over on me to do what? To preach the gospel to the poor. So his family is like, okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he said, he sent me to heal the brokenhearted. That means to restore the relationship that Adam and Eve had. I came to restore that. So now we can walk as one in him. We can know God like they knew him. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives. Whoa, everything the devil was trying to hold back from you. Everything, you know, if you have a problem smoking, just for instance, you have a problem smoking. He's saying, when you believe that he loves you, and you say what he says, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, and whosoever believeth in, in him, believeth in him, you don't perish, but you'll get a life. What kind of life? Everlasting life. He'll put himself on the inside of you. And he said, everything you believe me for, you will have it. You have a new life. Everything you say, like you say, Father, I thank you. I don't no longer have to smoke. You whip out that cigarette and you just say the word all the time. Father, I thank you. By your stripes, I'm healed. I don't have to smoke. No, no more. Imagine you doing sin and saying the word. But that's what he wants. Come on, somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Right in the middle of you doing something strange, you're going, by stripes I'm healed. He sent his word to, to, to deliver me. What about this? God is with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, God is with me. I mean, how can you say that and keep saying that? Something on the inside of you is going to change. Because, but listen, God, he's king eternal. He's immortal. He's invisible. So when you say the word right in the middle of your mess, he is 
changing you. He's fixing things. He's turning things around. Somebody ought to give the Lord a shout of praise. I am not the same as I used to be. I give the Lord glory for that. You see, that's why you can't put anybody down. Okay, they still smoke. What you going to do? Girl, you shouldn't be smoking. She know that. He know that. They already know that lungs is being fried. It says it on the package. Gives you cancer. So what are we to do? Pray for one another. We are to demonstrate the love of God. Because just like God is every day changing you, he's changing them. One day, in the middle of them picking up that thing, they're going to say, by strike. You know what? I don't need this anymore. God is with me. I'm going to smoke some of him. And not that holy smoke like them people that go, you know, they taste some holy smoke. What they call it? Mm, you heard them? The guys, they smoke it and they call it some holy smoke. No, that's not the smoke. <laughs> I don't know where they get that from. Anyway, moving right along. But he, pre- he said bring deliverance to the captives. When you believe in him and believe that he loves you, believe that, w- that he's with you, he gives sight to the blind. He's your eyes are see. You'll be breaking free from whatever's holding you bound. If it's cigarettes, if it's drinking, if it's pornography, if, if it's whatever it is, you'll be broken. Why? Because I believe that he's with me. He said, and he set at liberty to no bruise. How can you be depressed? God is with me. You have all the shades now. Oh, God. <laughs> that's that's kind of like take you up to the fifth floor of the hospital. Imagine you said, oh, God is with. That's kind of dumb. Okay, let me roll this window up. Let me, oh, let me go and just lift my hands because God is with me. Why do I have to be sad? Why do I have to be discouraged? You see? Why? Because now he's, he's, set, he's set me free. You're seeing this scripture. You mean I'm set free from sadness? You mean you're set free from discouragement? You don't have to commit suicide? God is with me. Satan, get off of me. You see? I got faith. And God, he loves me. Imagine this, every time you do something strange, you know it's sin. You ain't got to be telling, you know, you ain't got to say much. Just come in here, the word will be preached to you. And you do what we, the word is saying. Everybody got something they need to be home saying, oh, God, you with me. I'm going to work on my mouth. I'm always blasting. Always got something to say. I had to hold my lip this morning. How many ladies know you got to hold your lip to your husband? You ain't got to say everything. How many people single know that you work at your job, you need to hold your lip? Come on, somebody. How many men you know you need to not talk to your wife like that? Come on, y'all, trying to act like y'all. I know it's Valentine's Day coming, but we need to work on ourselves. We work on ourselves with the word. Practicing holding your lip. Practicing not being, to, I mean, it is so easy by faith. Come on, somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. I must have stepped on somebody's toes and it felt like my own. You need to work. We need to let the word work in us. You can't play church anymore. 
Okay, so now, then he said to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Who in this place know what that, that scripture means? It's a year of what? Praise, y'all. Everything the devil stole, you get it back. He said the glory is here. Everything the devil stole, you get it back. It's a time of praise. If you're sick, you get healed. Problems with your eyes, they open. No matter what the situation is, God is here. You see? It's a celebration scripture. It's even in your praise, you say, Father, I accept the acceptable year of the Lord. I give you praise. Everything the devil has stole, you took it back. I no longer got to be sick. I am the healed. I accept your goodness. I accept the glory. I accept your might. Hey, it's the acceptable year of the Lord. Anybody accept on this side? Anybody accept on this side? Anybody accept on this side? It's the acceptable year of the Lord. Let's accept together. Hey, I accept it. We accept all that he has provided. It's a, it's, it's a scripture of praise. Right here was supposed to be one of the greatest days of a, a nation. It should have been a day where we should be reading the family begin to run around Nazareth. His mama, his aunties, his uncles. But yet, keep a reading. Okay, here we go, y'all. He said, and... He closed the book. He gave it again to minister. He sat down, and the eyes of them were in the synagogue, were fastened on him. Can somebody look at your neighbor? Give him that kind of eyes like this. It ain't no cute eye. You know what? Them eyes that the person that you hurt were gonna. They saying, "I'm gonna kick your bottom when I get you." Their eyes were fastened on him. This is family. And so their eyes are fastened. And then he began to say, okay, I know your eyes are fastened on me. But this, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And then that's like putting the icing on the cake. You're saying that you're the Messiah. You're trying to say that God sent you out of all the family out of everybody, and God sent you. Okay, keep reading. And all bore him witness and wondered at the gracious words which he proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, <laughs> isn't this the boy we changed his diaper? Isn't this Joseph's son? I think it was too familiar with him. Boy, go sit down. Who, you, who are you going to tell us like God sent you? Watch when you read this part, though. And it said, and he said, and you, he, he said to them, you will surely say to me this Proverbs, physician, heal yourself. Whatsoever we have done in Capernaum, do also in this country. Do you know what physician, heal yourself means? It was saying that they had. Who do you think you are? 
You got something more than we got? Go heal yourself. Before you can show me that you're the Messiah, then you got to show me some miracles. You gotta, you got, the God got to come from heaven to show me that you're the Messiah. You got to demonstrate something. Who do you think you are? That's deep. They will, you, know, you can tell. Can't you see the hatred? Mm, you know how your family do you. You think you're in the ministry now. I remember you at the club. You used to shake it down, break it down. I remember you used to come home drunk. I rem- Girl, you know you used to be high all the time. They were disrespecting them because they did not what? And he said, verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you the truth, many widows were in Israel. And then, he's, then he did this to them. He didn't, they wanted to see something, you know, something, something like that sun come down and scorch something. They wanted to see something big. So he said, I'm going to give you, he gave them the word. He said, I'm going I'm to I'm tell you how when a, a prophet goes to his own country, he's disrespected. When, some, when God used his ministers or, or, or pastor I or you, people be like, yeah, isn't that Sharon Walker? I've, I've been knowing her since she was a baby. My cousin probably saying that right now. Hi, cuz. He's been knowing me since I was a boy. I'm probably a baby, I know. But don't y'all remember how, how that's how they do? It's like, I, I remember you. Pastor get up here and was like, that's Pastor Walker. He preached that last time. It's no end to God's goodness. You can never, you, you should not be thinking, this is Sharon Walker. You should be saying in your heart, God is talking to me. That's what happens Sunday and Wednesday. He's giving me what to do for my life. This is how I live. So he's demonstrating to us, don't just, when I send my vessels up there, don't you be sitting up there, I've been knowing you since you came down here. Uh-huh, you better show me something. Matter of fact, you ain't even from here. I was born here. Did I say it right? Don't talk to me, don't, don't. I, they keep telling me my accent is not right. I've been trying for a while now. But I am born again. <laughs> so he gave them some demonstration. He told them about the lady. He said, Elijah, she went to, he, he, God only sent him to a lady named Sarepta. Y'all know her, right? Sarepta was the lady when the prophet Elijah came to her. She only had a little bit of oil. Y'all know the story now? And a little bit of cornmeal. He came up there because God sent him, just like God sent Jesus. And out of all the people in the whole city, there was no believers but Sarepta. So God sent him there. And so um, Elijah said, you know, pour me a little, make me a a cake. And, uh, and, you know, and then she was like, listen, all I got is a little bit for my son and my my son and myself. And then she was going to go and die. But then he said to her, he was like, okay, make my cake first. If somebody just told you, I had a little bit. So his cake was this big, and hers was <laughs> that big. So they both, I mean, she went on and did it. Why? Because she believed. So we see a demonstration of Sarepta's heart. So Jesus used her to them. 
They know the story because remember, they, those people were raised up learning about God. So then she made a little bit for herself, and, and then God blessed her. Every time she poured oil, there was more. She even had a business after that, started selling the oil. How many want some oil over here? We got 10 over here, 10 over there, 10 over there. Get me some more containers. We got more and more and more. Because of her obedience, God blessed her. And then not long after that, her son died. And she was like, okay, he blessed me last time. She took her son right to, her, to Elijah, and then he healed her. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Then he gives another story about Naaman. He tells it, he tell, he's, he's, he's laying it out to the family. He's like spreading it out. He said, now, now look, even Naaman, there was no other believers in Israel at the time of Elisha the prophet besides Naaman. Anybody know Naaman? The story of Naaman. Let's think about it. Oh, when Naaman had leprosy, and um, he was, oh, he was so sick. And then this maid told him if, you know, there's a prophet, the prophet came, which was Elijah. Elijah, and Elijah told him to go dip seven times. And he was like, "Mm, I ain't dipping no seven times. That's so, that don't even make sense. But he didn't say it like that, but that's what he meant. But he said, I ain't dipping. And he was like, okay, if he told you something greater, would you do that? And then he was like, okay, I'm going to go dip. He dipped seven times, came out brand spanking new. But what was the key to him? He believed. He went where God told him, so he was a believer. So after they, they, they heard all of this, and they know the story too, verse 28, it said they heard these things and were filled with what? Wrath. They were mad. They were angry because you're trying to say that God sent you. So what did they do? They rose up and pushed him out to the brow. That means the crest. You have a picture of how somebody can pull you to the crest of a hill. They put him to the crest of the hill to throw him off. That means you are real mad. You're real mad. Y'all got the picture of the crest of the hill? She said, yes, it's down in there somewhere. But they were mad. Uh-huh, I'm going to keep going. That, that's crest. They put them to the edge right there. And then they was like, oh, okay, you come. Now, remember, who is all this behind this, pushing him down to the crest, got all this place stirred up with anger? Who is that? His folks full of the devil. The devil is what was stirring him up. Remember, he had just tempted him, and he turned him down. So he came another way. He came through the family because he didn't want the people to start saying what he said. So he said, I'm going to block them. I'm going to make them feel too tired. That's what the devil do. So you won't say the word. he do anything to block you from saying what God said. I'm going to make them feel too tired. I'm not going to let them get up to hear the word. They're going to be too tired. I'm going to overwork them on Saturday so they can't come on Sunday. I'm not going to let them hear the word. I'm going to do whatever I can. I'm going to give them a headache. I'm going to give them a backache. I'm going to give them some type of ache so they won't be here. He's the same devil. He do whatever he can to stop you from hearing the word. Because when you get a hold of that word and say what he says, you will see what he says. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Ooh, y'all know this is deep. And then they pushed him. And then, verse 30, but passing through the midst of them. Oh, y'all know that's deep. But remember, Pastor was talking about translation. He passed through the deep. When they went to grab him, their hands said, he disappeared. 
You have that same power. Remember, this is a demonstrator. Remember, demonstration of what you have. When it looks like, oh, it's all over, all she wrote. I'm about to, I'm about to go headlong. You just uh, psh, dissipate. And then check this out, y'all. Check this out. This is so good. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. You got translation power. Woo! I don't care how big it looks. I don't care how hard it looks. God got a way. He might just translate you. Check this out, y'all. And then came down in the Capernaum. He came down like Superman. How many miles away was this? 40 miles away. They couldn't even find him. They probably said, Shh, where is he? Where is he? Look under that rock. Where is he? Where is he? Where did he go? He was all the way, 40 miles away into Capernaum. He left his family like, y'all, mm-mm, I'm going 40 miles from y'all. My daddy going to take me 40 miles from y'all mess. Isn't that deep? You better put that down. You better write that right in your Bible. He, he disappeared 40 miles, write that down, away. He came down to Capernaum in a city called Galilee. And then he taught them. What was he? You listen. They said he taught them on the Sabbath day, and they were astonished at his doctrine. For his word was with what? Power. I believe he was mad. He said, okay, devil, you mess with me. I am here from my father, the healer of the broken heart. He probably went off on them. I mean, imagine you, you sitting in here and then God bring you over in, in Florida somewhere. And you know you, you just got translated and they say, okay, come up here and preach the gospel. You're going to be like, hi, walking on water. Uh, don't try that. You might just go down. Amen. But anyway. They were fired up. And then it says in verse 33, and in the synagogue, there is a man. Now, when God is trying to do something with you, he wants you to hear the word. Remember I said the devil tried everything to stop you. He would not quit. He was like, okay, I couldn't. They couldn't throw you off the hill. No, you, you wouldn't do nothing I said. Then they wouldn't, you didn't allow them to throw you off the hill. You disappeared. And then the devil going to follow him. All the way in verse 33, 40 miles away, the same devil was in the synagogue, which um, had a, uh, oh, there was a man which had a, a spirit of unclean devil, and he cried out with a loud voice. So the devil just was so mad at Jesus. He stirred up somebody in the congregation. He followed him 40 miles. And say, okay, let's try this. I'm going to stir up the people. I'm going to scream out, you the, you, you the Messiah. I'm going to scream out the wrong thing. So to stir the people up, get them all crazy. And what did Jesus say in verse 35? He rebuked them. He said, shut up. Hold your peace means shut up <laughs> and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and heard him not. And they were all amazed. And this is the key word that God is telling us now. 
you got to start saying your word. You got to say your word for your children, for yourself, for your home, for your church, for the purpose and plan which God has for your life. You cannot just go and just not say anything day and night, night and day. Every Sunday, Wednesday, I'm telling you, pastor preaches the word, not just because he's my husband, but he's my pastor too. He preaches the gospel. He preaches the good news. He's preaching for something for us to say. He's a man fool with the Holy Ghost preaching. So we got to go back and say what he's saying. What is God saying? He's saying, get your word out. Say the word. Say it until you see it manifest because it's already yours. I said it's already yours. It's already yours. The key to this thing, the people, be, they said the people spoke among themselves saying, this is a worship right here. What a word is this? What authority and power. He commands the unclean spirit and they come out. Man, what a word he got. He's a man of word. They starting to say now. Hey, they, what the devil was trying to keep from them, they begin to say. What a word. What a good word. Oh, he's a God that brings the devil out of people and then shake them up and they become whole. What a word. Somebody ought to show glory to God. What a word! He's a good God. His word sets you free. His word opens supernatural doors. His word will make a way out of no way. Somebody ought to shout, yes! I got the word in me. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. His word is too good, right, Ben? Come on, Ben, give the Lord a shout of praise. I ain't going to say that was dry. I ain't going to say that. It was good, guys. Dry it in a dry piece of toast. I ain't going to say that. But anyway, they begin to say what he said. They start saying it. So that's what God, Jesus wanted them to do. He's like, it's on now. It's on. So, okay, he commanded the unclean. Then verse 37, and what happened? And fame of him went out into every place of the country round and about. People begin to say what he's doing. They start what? B -b -b believing. So God is demonstrating what you're believing God for. Say out of your mouth what he said and you will see what you said. The word becomes flesh. And then check this out. Okay, then he went, he went walking. He, he arose out of the church into, into Simon's house. And then Simon's mother. Now, I'll tell you how now, everything the devil was trying to do, he, he, Jesus is moving. He's moving. Remember how the, he moved on the earth? He's moving through Jesus. Now, now, listen. He's all in. Now he's at the house. Now, look at the people now, y'all. Look at the people. He was like, Jesus, Jesus. Simon's wife, mother said, get her, heal her. See, see, see the difference now? They don't want to throw him over the cliff. Do, 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 do what you did to the, 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 the man with the devil in him. Do, do that. Do some of your miracle stuff. They start stirring up because now they're saying what they say. Now they believe what they see and now they can see what they say. Come on, somebody. So now Simon's wife, mother was taken with great fever. They besought him. The word sought means they were eagerly saying, Jesus, please come do what you did to him to do your thing. And now, 
Where was I? Where, 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 where was I? Verse 40. No. 39. And he stood over her, rebuked the fever. He's like, fever go. And he left her. Immediately, she arose and ministered him. Now, y'all remember the people in verse 37? I'm trying to go fast. Y'all remember the people in verse 37? What about people in verse 37? Let me see what y'all listen. What about people on this side? That's good. So they start talking, right? But listen to the ne- that verse. Them some believers right there. Guess what they did? Verse 40 was some people in verse 37. Now the sun was setting, and all they that had sick with divers diseases, they brought them to them. Because they were what? And they were saying what he says and what he did, and they start what? Believing. Then they brought somebody. I say this all the time. When you really believe and you got a sick friend, or you know a friend that need a word, you'll bring them. You'll bring them. You'll bring them. I say you'll bring them because you what? Believe the word works. He stood over them. Oh, oh, sorry, wrong verse. Okay, so he brought, they brought all these diseases to them. He laid hands on how many of them? Every one of them. And what happened? That is a fabulous outpouring from heaven. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Remember, Pastor was talking about patterns. That's a good way. That's a good pattern right there. They heard the word. They said the word. They start bringing people and look at the demonstration of the word. He healed them all. Oh, come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Come on, I want you to talk to your body right now. Say what God has already done to it. Father, I thank you for my brand new heart. Come on, practice, practice, practice. Talk to your body. Say by faith what's already done. I got brand new feet, brand new knees, brand new organs, brand new tissue. Father, I thank you that by your stripes I am healed. I'm one with you. We are one. We are one. I thank you for my brand new heart. I thank you for thank you for the life that's in me. The life of God I can't hear you. Come on, somebody. Come on, let me hear you. Let the believers believe, saying what he says concerning you. You got to say the word so you can have something to say. Whoo, glory to God. Come on, somebody. Give the Lord a shout of praise. He sent his word to heal us. You got to put it in so you can have it come out. And the word in builds your faith so you can believe what you said. And the devil's are. And devils also out of many crying out were saying, you are Christ, the son of God. This is the devil still stirring up stuff, trying to stir up things and try to stop in these people. He rebuking them, permitted them not to speak, for they knew he was Christ. And when it was day, he departed and went into a desert place. And the people sought him. They were coming after him like crazy because they were now believers. Saying what he's saying, seeing the manifestations of his goodness. He says in verse 43, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities, for therefore am I sent. For he preached in the synagogues of Galilee. He began to say the same thing from church to church 
to church. The spirit of the Lord is with me. He was saying everywhere he went, God is here. His goodness is here. His might is here. His ability is here. He was saying what the word says. He was saying what God told him to say. And they were saying what he said. And then there was a great explosion in that place. 40 miles away from his hometown. The great explosion that happened here was supposed to happen in his hometown. But they did not what? Believe. Let's go to Luke 6, 19 real quick. Another example. When everybody began to seek him, saying what he says, you will see the manifestation. It says, and the whole multitude sought to touch him for there went one out of him power out of him and what happened he healed them all the word sought means that's when we say lift up your hands and glorify God that's when everybody should be up going father I thank you for whatever you need whatever you're believing God for that's when you should get your hands up and say father I thank you that I am healed I by your stripes I am one with you I thank you Lord for your goodness for watching over me day and night your hands should be up saying what his word says concerning you concerning your children don't take it lightly it's the glory of God that got you here this morning. Don't take it lightly. He sent his word to make you whole. Even right now, God is moving in you. Even right now, God is strengthening you on your inner man. Somebody ought to lift up your hands right now and say, thank you for strengthening me. Thank you for your wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. The eyes of my understanding is enlightened. I thank you for the glory for this is my inheritance. This is my inheritance to be rooted and grounded in you daddy I'm in love with Jesus somebody ought to say something Woo! in Matthew 28 he took all power in his hands let's quickly go there I just want to show you where everything you need he is in him all power is given unto me in heaven and earth he said go you therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to do what? Observe all things. Whatsoever I commanded you, for lo, I am not with you. What does he say? I'm with you always. I'm trying to tell you everything you need is with you. All power, he's there with you. Somebody ought to give the Lord a shout. You in his glory. You in his might. Come on, somebody. You're in him. God is here. Come on, shout unto the Lord. He is here. His might is here. His ability. You don't have to be sad anymore. You don't have to be discouraged anymore. God is with me. Come on, shout. You were raised up together. You were made, he made you to sit together in heavenly places. Do we have any believers in the house? You're sitting with God. Do we have any believers in the house? You're sitting in a heavenly place in Christ Jesus. You're in a heavenly place. His blood was shed for you to be in this place. His glory was made for you to be in this place. He gave his grace so you can be in this place. Have faith in God. It's by his grace are you saved. It's through his faith and not of yourself. It's a gift of God. His grace works when you believe. You'll see the goodness of God manifest. The grace works when you say the word. The grace of God works when you say what he says. His grace will be manifested in your children. His grace will be manifested in your home. Somebody ought to give the Lord a shout. 
shout of praise. It's in his grace you'll see his glory. It's in his word when you say it, you'll see it. I said it's in his word when you say it, you'll see it. I said it's in his word when you say it, you will see it. The grace of God. The grace, this overwhelming desire to treat you as though sin never exists. When you say the word and say the word and you'll begin to believe the word, you'll see the word. You'll see the word, I said. You'll see the word in your children. I said you'll see it. I said you'll see it. The Lord said you'll see it. You'll see it. You'll see it. You'll loose that thing that's been trying to hold you back. You'll loose it when you say the word. When you say the word, says the Lord, when you say it. I said when you say it. He's trying to keep you alive. He's trying to keep you alive. God is trying to keep you alive. He's trying to keep you alive. I said he's trying to keep you alive. You better say it so you can live. Woo! Somebody give the Lord a shout. Say what he says so you can live in what he says. Oh, glory. Oh, Ephesians 2, 6. There's something happening in this room. People are being changed. People are being delivered. Doors are opening even right now. Even right now when you close your eyes and see the glory. See his goodness. Oh, glory. It's been too long since the Lord. It's been too long for you haven't been praising me like you should. It's been too long, says the Lord. You haven't been saying what I said, but I'm opening a door for you, says the Lord God. I've opened a great door. And fabulous outpourings will be poured out when you say what I said, says the Lord of hosts. Glory to God. Ephesians 2, 6. Come on, somebody. Oh, glory to God. Don't think, don't think, don't think God isn't talking to you. He's talking to even everybody watching on the screen. He is talking to you. He's talking to me. Say the word and you will see the fabulous outpourings of the glory. And he'll heal them all, says the Lord. All will be healed. All will be delivered. All will be set free. He'll even do miracles in our children. And through our children. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo! Somebody go to Colossians 1.13. For the glory of the Lord is our strength. He makes you strong. He makes you strong. You'll get stronger when you say it. You'll get stronger. And you'll begin to believe. And you'll rise up in the glory of God. In the great manifestations of his goodness. Woo! Colossians 1.6. If any man be in Christ, that's 2 Corinthians 5.17, you're new. When pastor laid hands, he said, you're new. I said, I took it. I knew. I'm new. I can go. I'm going. Glory to glory. Anybody want to go from glory to glory? Say it. I'm going from glory to glory. I'm going from glory to glory. He 
restoring relationships. God is restoring homes. He's restoring you. You go from glory to glory. You're changed in the glory. You're changed when you say his word. You're changed. I'm changed. Woo! Colossians 1.13. He delivered you from the power of darkness. That same translating power is on you. Right here, right now, the word is working in you. You are being changed. You are being changed. Just like that butterfly, that metamorphosis that takes place with a butterfly. Woo! Things happen. You nobody's saying nothing. But that butterfly goes from one thing to another. Come on, y'all. That butterfly, a metamorphosis takes place. From the caterpillar to the butterfly, things happen. No matter what it looks like, the word is going forth in you. You can't even worry about what people say. You can't worry about what it looks like. You can't worry about it what it feel. Even a little butterfly know that. He go find a leaf. He get his big old self on there. And every day, you say the word. You speak that word day and night. Joshua 1.8 says, say the word. You meditate on it. Day and night. Night and day. Day and night, you say, by stripes, I'm healed. By stripes, I'm healed. Satan, I command you. I'm bring that butterfly blame back. Go back. Go back. Go back to the end. You go back because I don't care what they say. You speak the word. I'm speaking the word. You just keep that butterfly up there. You keep that butterfly. I don't see a caterpillar. I see a butterfly. When I see you, I see men and women of God. I see men and women on fire. I see men and women strong in the Lord. I see men and women healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. It's no matter what's going on on the inside. You keep that butterfly. You keep it. I see a butterfly changing. I see you changing in the glory. You're changing in its might. You're changing. It's by its stripes. You are healed. You are whole. You are magnificent. You are important. You are blessed. I see you changing. The word is going forth. Every Sunday, year after year, on the Wednesdays, year after year, you are changing. I'm telling you, God is working on something. Don't you quit. Don't you give up on the word. God is working on you. He's working on you. He's working on you. Even a butterfly, no. Get up on the stick. Wait on God to move. And he's moving. You cannot quit. I said, don't you quit. I said, don't you give in. Right in the middle of the thing, you say the word over and over and over again. You say it. You say the word in the morning. You say it in the noonday. You say it in the middle of the night. God is working on you. He's working on your children, I said. He's working on you. He's working on you. Your finances are being worked on. Your brand new house is being worked on. Your brand new car is being worked on. Not one of his promises.
business can fail. Not one. God is working. Somebody rise up and say he's working on me. He's moving in me. He's moving. He's moving. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Give the Lord a shout of praise. You can't quit. You can't give up. You haven't even said the word long enough. How can you give up on God? You can't give up. You can't. You can't. I want you to grab that person's hand next to you. Come on, everybody stand up in the glory. Lift up their hands. And you begin to speak the word over them. You are strong in the Lord. You are strong. You are strong. You are strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. You are strong. 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 Great grace is working on you. His goodness is working in you. Don't you quit. Don't you give up. You ain't healed or nothing sick. Don't you quit says the Lord. Don't give up. The word is working in you. Oh, he's working. The word, the word is working. The word is working. Come on, talk to them. Talk to their bodies. Talk to them. Talk about their families. You are blessed in the city. You're blessed in the field. You're blessed in the storehouse. You are blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. I see your family blessed. I see your children blessed. I see your home blessed. I see people coming from the east and west to bless you. Your financial doors are open. Glory to God. Oh, somebody shout out to the Lord. For the glory of the Lord is here. The glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. You're in his good name. 